If you enjoy Champions for Children, be sure to check out the new podcast from Nemours Children's Health, Well Beyond Medicine. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or at NemoursWellBeyond.org to continue hearing the stories of anything and everything related to the 80% of child health impacts that occur outside the doctor's office. And now, the episode of Champions for Children you requested. Enjoy! Hello and welcome once again to another episode of the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. I'm Carol Vassar. Do you know how many people it takes to process payroll on time and accurately for every Nemours associate? The answer is surprisingly low, just six, with significant help from an enterprise resource planning platform, an ERP. Payroll is a department with a ton of fiduciary responsibility to Nemours as an enterprise and to every single one of Nemours' 8,000-plus associates. And it's a department headed by Shirley Williamson, a seasoned payroll professional with two master's degrees, who moved from Georgia to Florida, leaving behind a strong network of family and friends, and knowing virtually no one in Jacksonville to officially become Nemours' payroll director— at a very interesting time, March 23rd, 2020. I relocated on March the 21st to Jacksonville, Florida, started on the 23rd. So a week before I actually relocated to Jacksonville is when I got the notification that due to the pandemic, the structure was changed, but because I had resigned my position, the company took the right approach and had made me an offer and I accepted. Everything was secured, so I went forward with... Um, joining the organization. I probably spent all of three days, maybe two and a half days on campus there at the home office. And then, of course, I was in a new city, no friends, no family. I didn't get to meet my team. So I was kind of like in a bubble. So that was a very trying time to be new. Everything was new (laughs) all at one time. But I was able to join in some meetings and meet some seasoned constituents here at Nemours that has been very instrumental in my socialization process and that's helped me to navigate the waters. Before accepting the payroll director position at Nemours, though, Shirley did her due diligence to make certain that she was a fit for Nemours and that Nemours was a fit for her. One of the things that appealed to me after I did my research was that it was pediatric. The hesitant piece was my payroll office was located within the hospital, and I was very nervous because I hear those code blues all day. I just heard it all day. But to hear a code blue in a pediatric hospital was a reservation for me. I just didn't know how I would be able to set with that, knowing that a child was at that stage in their life. Uh, But then once I found out that the payroll department was not located within the hospital and I wouldn't hear those code blues, then I was okay. I could make a difference here. And it became so intriguing to me. One, the leadership at Nemours had changed and I knew that Nemours was on a transformational journey. A new vision for the organization was about to be in place. And I thought, oh, what a great opportunity to be a part of that transformational journey, making a difference. So I felt that was a great opportunity and a motivational fit that I would be good for Nemours and Nemours would be good for me. Motivational fit means I have to be a good fit for the organization. 
So the organization has to be a good fit for the associate as well. In order to have a perfect union, you both have to want to be in it. All of my payroll experience has been healthcare payroll. Healthcare payroll is unique. Lots of different pay range because you're dealing with medical staff, but very rewarding. And I take a lot of pride in process improvement because that's one of my skill sets that I was able to incorporate in all my professional positions that I've helped in payroll by using some of the best practice tools, some of the Six Sigma tools, leaning heavily on the training that I received during my educational journey as I complete a master's in human resources and organization development. So it's been an interesting journey. So I'm excited about the opportunity to be on the team that lead Morse in this implementation process in one of the state-of-the-art human capital management system and the payroll platform, which is the Oracle product brand name here as Harmony. So it's an exciting time to gain this knowledge and to be able to add value to what already exists here at Nemours. Exciting, but not without challenges. The first challenge was working in a remote environment. I think it was a new concept to the organization. There wasn't a whole lot of time to plan for this interruption in the normal workflow. The socialization was different. I was part of the first team to go through an online new employee orientation. When you're a touchy-feely individual where you like to interact in a group, the new employee orientation was wonderful online, but it did not provide that same continuity, that same connection, that face-to-face interaction with your new peers. I call my team that was hired at the same time. Learning how to navigate the waters. At the time when I joined, everyone was trying to figure out how they're going to get things done. The changes was happening at a very rapid pace. So as a result, I was in a situation where I had to make the best of a bad situation, delayed time and getting responses from my team. Not that they wasn't trying to help. It's just things were different. And of course, trying to make sure that the payroll stayed on track was far more important than trying to make sure that I was getting what I needed. Would it be fair to say that you were hired and then you had very little ramp up time and you're learning the job and you can make mistakes and people are there to help you and it's a slow learning curve? Was that learning curve not even there for you? I would have to say that, no, I don't think that learning curve was there. I jumped in. I jumped in sink or swim. There wasn't a whole lot of time. It was a lot that had to happen within a two-week time, including finding a place to live. But yeah, the learning curve was, it was a very short one because I try to be optimistic. I just had to try to see the rainbow in the midst of a cloud. I took those as one way that I could learn the organization. And one thing that helped me to navigate the waters was if I reached out to someone, I let them know up front that I was new and this was my role. And if they couldn't help me, if they would point me in the right direction, that became my lifeline. So talk about your team. How did you get to know them? Who are they? Talk a little bit about them. Well, my team consists of six of us. That includes me in that number of six. We oversee the payroll operations for the entire enterprise. In order to get to know my team, I started out with the greet and meet, you know, just trying to get a feel for them, trying to create that trust in order for them to open up to tell me what was working well, what was not working well, where does payroll have a seat at the table if we have a seat at all. So the first thing I try to do was create trust. 
the foundation of any relationship. Hey, I'm here to help. I'm here to team with you. I am a director, but I'm a working director. I don't mind getting in the weeds. I'm here to support you, to help you be successful. With that being said, after the one-on-ones, then I started what we call a payroll weekly connection. And that's where I require the team for us to come together on a Friday and we have to have video camera on. Because we need to be able to put a name and a face, and it's different. Uh, we may not be in the same building, but we can at least show our face and that we're engaged and that we're interested. So from that, I was able to watch body language because that nonverbal tells you a lot. Whether you're connected, you're buying into it, you believe it. And during that time period, I called it protected time. This was our time together. It's a time for us to hold the phone calls stop responding to the emails. There'll be time to catch up on those things after because it was so important for us to jail as a team because see, they know each other. They have worked together two, three years, in many cases, four with Charlotte and Janelle, who's been there the longest, but I didn't have that. So I had to take a different approach, trying to do fun things like we're going to have breakfast. We're going to meet over breakfast. Everybody eat your breakfast while we're meeting. Ice cream socials on a Friday afternoon. Just fun things, trying to keep them engaged so that they would know me. You know, from that point, I meet with my direct once a week, one-on-one, and any other time in between that need would rise, but try to give them that protected time. What are your needs? Keeping an open door. Hey, if there's something that we don't understand, or if you think my decision is not the best decision, let's talk about it. You know, it's a team approach. The team works well together. They get the job done, which we have to in order to pay associates. Uh, they bounce off each other very, very well. And with me coming in, this is a new role. They've never had a payroll director before. So I'm the first to hold that position. I had to share that this is my role. This is what I'm here for. And this to help with process improvements. Not to say that you're doing anything wrong, but just look at how can we create efficiencies, which will actually in the end lead to bottom line impact. If we can do things more in an automated or do it better, then that allows us to do more things throughout the organization to create that seat at the table. And when I talk about the seat at the table, I'm talking about when decisions are made. The payroll data is heavily relied upon to make a lot of decisions. If we pay our employees accurately, providing they're doing what they need to do, clocking in and all things like that are made in a timely manner, then that will allow payroll to produce both timely and accurate payrolls. If an associate's paycheck is right and it's accurate, timely, as we have agreed on our established payroll deadlines, then that associate won't be on the floor concerned about, is my check going to be right? Am I going to be able to meet my financial obligation? It allowed them to concentrate on quality of care to the patient instead of making phone calls or repeated emails trying to resolve a payroll issue. And if we do that and if we do it well, we create trust and we also create engagement. You can't be engaged if you can't trust your system or your people in your payroll department to pay you accurately and to pay you timely. All that connects back together to become a sold out employee, one that's willing to work hard, one that's willing to go over and above to do what it takes uh, to make sure that our patient and their families have that desired outcome. And that's the mission of Nemours, to save a child, you know, take care of the child. So we're able to connect to that purpose 
And we also have to be good gatekeepers. There's a lot of money that's entrusted to your payroll department or any payroll department. So we have to make sure that one, we're paying right and we're paying in compliance, withholding tax according to state, federal, local levels. Because if we're not paying in compliance with all these federal authorities or state authorities, then we got fees. So we're not being good stewards of what's been entrusted with us if we're going to cause the organization additional expenses. Payroll is probably one of the largest expenses in an organization. So we have to make sure that we're on point with everything that we do, that we're connecting to purpose and making sure that we're saving money. Because if we save money, then that allows Nemours' ability to hire good talent in places that are needed, service lines. And it also allows the organization to purchase capital. It takes money to purchase capital. So we need to be able to save. We need to be able to work more effectively and more efficient in all that we do and say. That's a lot to entrust to six people. That must be stressful. Well, it can be done. Um, but I think once we go to Harmony, that we got a system that can be supported from a very renowned vendor. I think that will make a lot of difference. So moving is one of the big stressors in life, let alone starting a new job. That's another one. How did you deal with all of that change and a pandemic layered on? How did you take care of yourself, Shirley? Well, at the very beginning, I probably let myself go. Normally, I don't eat when I'm stressed, okay? It's not so much how much I ate as I was eating the wrong things to feed my anxiety. You know, I, I was a junkie. I admit that I was a junkie. Just get me a Reese cup, get me a Coca-Cola. I, I could handle it. Uh, but I had to make a change in that because things was not favorable. You know, my blood pressure was probably higher than it should have been. And it was all environmental because I changed job. I changed location. I didn't know if I was going to be impacted by COVID, just trying to be safe, just trying to make sure my surrounding was safe, make sure my kids were safe back home. My mom was back home, but I had to learn how to meditate. I'm pretty active. I have a lot going on at one time, but I had to learn how to step back and realize that all these situations, everything that's going on will be here tomorrow and that I can't save the world. Right. So then I started my own exercise program, started eating healthy again, uh, started engaging in self-help books, taking time for self-care. I had to learn to disconnect from work. Uh, It was a very tough time, but I had to allow myself time to one, to grieve. Because when you spent nine years and you was passionate about something and you change, it's like death. So I had to learn how to grieve and it was okay to grieve. It was okay to feel different. It was okay to say, okay, now who's inherited my shop back at my former employer? Trust them with it. That was my baby. I bought that system up. I, I had it where it is. I thought it was best in the classes. Got all the best practices that you can implement into a payroll world. So I felt that I could heal and move forward once I let it go. And that I had to accept that I'm in a different world now and do what you need to do to be successful here. And in time, you will be where you once were again. And several peers would tell me, give yourself a year to even be able to understand the mores. And that was probably the best advice I received from someone. Several people told me that. And that's been true. So right at that year mark was about a couple of weeks ago. I was finally 
feeling that I could connect the dots. I'm just grateful for the opportunity to be on the journey. I know that my team talks about some historical stuff and that change won't ever happen. I said, change is coming. You have to believe it's coming. But change is not overnight. So you also have to look at the individual. Am I the change that I want to see? Because it really depends on what perspective, what lens are you looking through? If your world is dark and dismal, then that's how your work life is going to be dark and dismal. But if you want to be bright and shiny star, then you become that bright and shiny star for others to see Uh, because it can be contagious. You be nice. Regardless of how people respond to you, you can still be nice. Look for opportunity to for a yes instead of the no's or keep digging until you get to a yes. Just be all you can be. You know, you owe no more. It's a four days work for a four days pay. Be good stewards of what's entrusted to you. Be willing to be flexible, to be adaptable. And knowing that you don't have to win every battle. Every battle ain't meant to be fought. Sometimes you just have to say yes and keep it moving. But trust your leadership. Leadership that Shirley finds to be approachable, as demonstrated during the pandemic by Dr. R. Lawrence Moss, Nemours CEO and President. I tell you what, that's one of the things I did like about Dr. Moss jumping on huddle boards. He made himself visible. He got vulnerable. He led and told us what was expected, what his thought pattern was. That took a lot, you know, to say, this is what we want to do. This is how I feel as far as your teleworking arrangements, that you would not be overlooked for opportunities. You know, he came to different huddle boards. I think that was great because he has a lot on his plate, but that lets you know that he's approachable. The journey that I'm talking about is different from a trip. A trip is short-lived. You can get there quickly. It's a day event. A journey is a lifestyle. It's a continuous process. It doesn't end because you never stop. That means if we get this right, we got that hardwired, let's move to something else. We can't stop. It's going. It's evolutionary. It's moving. And sometimes when you realize that you're on a journey and you can have the wrong people on the journey with you, and that's the case, you have to take a break. Hey, we're at a pit stop now. If you're not willing to be resilient, to keep going when we come up against a brick wall, then it's time for us to make a stop and let some of the people off. Everybody can't go with where you're going. And maybe some people have a lifespan on this journey. Maybe your role is to get us from A to B. And then it's somebody else's role to get us from B to C. But everybody has an opportunity to add value. Not everybody can lead, but we can all follow and add value. Followers are good because if a leader don't have followers, then they're doing nothing more than following themselves. Yeah, so this is a long haul thing. But Dr. Moss needs individual contributors up to be committed to the mission, be committed to the goals, be committed to living out the standards of behavior, not talking the standards of behavior, but living them. Which isn't always easy. It's not easy, but perfect practice makes perfect results. One thing about a mistake, if you learn from it, it's not a mistake. It's a learning opportunity. It becomes a mistake when you continue to do the same thing and expect a different outcome. Hey, am I going to make some good decisions at Nemours? Absolutely. Am I going to make some decisions that 
Not going to be smiled upon? Absolutely. But the ones that are not smiled upon, those are opportunities for me to go back and to reassess. If this should happen again, maybe I need to go right instead of left. Maybe I need to ask some more questions to get to the real root cause before I make the final decision. But I think Nemours, and now when I tell people about my employer, it's a pride statement for me. It's a pride statement. I'm very proud of Nemours. Shirley Williamson is payroll director for the Nemours Enterprise based at the Jacksonville Home Office. Nemours Associates sharing the stories of their Nemours journey. It's what we do on this podcast, and I'm excited to let you know that we have some podcasts coming up that look back at Nemours' history and also forward at its future. If you or someone you know has a Nemours story to share, you can reach out to us via email at podcast at Nemours.org. That's podcast at Nemours.org. All our recording and interviewing is being done remotely. The Nemours Champions for Children podcast is available on Nemoursnet and the Nemours Now app, along with your favorite podcast app and your smart speaker. It's free for streaming and download. Do subscribe, review, and share with your fellow associates and friends and family. Thanks to our production team, Deborah Griffin, Peter Adebi, and Savannah Pettit. Our music is courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions in Turners Falls, Massachusetts. On behalf of Shirley Williamson, I'm Carol Vassar. Thanks for listening to the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. Until next time, please stay safe, stay well, and thank you for all you do for the children we serve.